the volume. It's Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and even try out the same-game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. All right, welcome back into another episode of the best gambling show ever on the Moneyline Monaco pod. Make sure to check us out on Amazon Amp and YouTube. Alex Monaco, chilling with Liv Moods. Liv, feels like a long time since I've seen you and talked to you. Thursday, December 8th. How are we feeling? I'm feeling great. My Horn Frogs made the playoffs. Very Congratulations. Very they deserved it. They deserved it. I'm going it. to the Fiesta Bowl. That is my mom's Christmas present, so I am taking her with me. Um, I'm very, very excited. So yeah, I'm, I'm a happy, uh, TCU fan as for the Broncos, not so much. So at least one of my teams is doing well. Cannot believe we're this far into the, um, NFL season. It seems crazy. I've already seen people like talking about the Super Bowl, and I'm like, Oh my God, slow down. I feel like we just started this yesterday, but we're flying by and things are shaking up and teams are looking great. And some teams are looking not so great. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about some more football. Another week, another another football game, another Thursday night football game. Yeah, let's let's get into it here. Raiders probably hosting a home game here on the road, given their track record as the former Los Angeles Raiders going against the Rams. Fun historic battle here, but not so fun for the Rams coming in. Just a three-win club decimated with injuries. No Aaron Donald tonight as well. So this is going to be interesting. Baker Mayfield has been... Has been acquired on waivers. I, I think he's suiting up. Again, they got Perkins. They got Wofford. We got a six-and-a-half-point line. Uh, what do you make of Raiders on the road here with a lot of points to swallow? Yeah, I mean, I I've, my lean here is back in the Raiders minus six-and-a-half. You know I don't like taking favorites when the, when the number is that big, but what is this Rams team right now? Uh, <laughs> they have no identity. They're all injured. Um Baker Mayfield question mark. That's literally what my notes say. Baker Mayfield question mark. <laughs> not question mark because is he playing? Is he not? Question mark because is this good? Is this bad? I mean, this is one of those situations where I feel like it, the Rams season is done. Uh, Stafford is out indefinitely for the season. It sounds like Cooper Cup's Cup gone too. Cup, Cup's gone. Donald is injured. Um, That's their big Robinson, three. Liv. That's literally right? their big three. Isn't isn't Robinson as well? <laughs> yeah, um, Robinson's not playing tonight so, either. I mean, what is there? I mean, it's like okay, I would love to see Baker Mayfield step into this role and have a great, uh, you know, great first showing. But who is he throwing the ball to? Who is he? Who is he handing the ball off to? So, don't love this spot for the Rams. They don't have an identity right now. And this Raiders team in the last three has scored an average of twenty nine point six points per game. Their offense has stepped way up. 
Uh, and this is a Rams bottom 10 pass defense. So that's a little bit of a dangerous situation when you've got a an Adams and a car that are finally clicking. This offense just feels like a whole brand new refreshed offense. In the last three weeks, they've been incredible. So I, I don't have any faith in the Rams. I got to back the better team here, the healthier team here, uh, the stronger offense here, and that's the Raiders. So I'm going to back the Raiders minus six and a half. Yeah, well said. It's tough. I mean, this is a great FanDuel same game parlay opportunity. I, I love taking Raiders money line with Adams to get in the end zone. Seven touchdowns live in his last five games, including three, Crazy. two touchdown outings. So every catch against the Chargers was, and that was eight, was either a first down or a touchdown last week. They're humming uh, between those two. So I, I love to see it. Here's the thing, though. I I'm a little concerned because the Raiders, with the number, because the Raiders, they just play these close games. They have nine games decided by seven points or less this season, Liv, including their last five. That is very prevalent to tonight's six and a half. So I saw some sharps on the Rams taking them with the points at home against against the Seahawks last week. They covered, so I mean... I'm leaning Raiders because of the decimated injuries here, but it's a big number for you. It's a it streaky is. team. We're backing a streaky Jekyll and Hyde team here. So just just take Devontae Adams to score, all right? There and, you go. and maybe a little <laughs> Raiders, you know, but it's a tough one. We'll, uh, we'll get into Sunday's slate here, a little fade or follow. I'll kick us off. I hate doing it because, you know, I'm still on this Bucks train. I'm, yep. I'm still riding with them. Still flying the flag, but... It's a bad spot for Tampa. It's a a gross three and a half line. Again, we got a guy who doesn't even have a Madden picture in Brock Purdy starting, but <laughs> it's a plug and play offense, Liv. I mean, this man came in, went 25 for 37 in a tug last, two tugs last week. And the production between Ayuk, who had five receptions, Samuel had six, and McCaffrey had eight, it was almost seamless. Again, he's a young guy, and and maybe the moment, maybe it's too big for him this weekend, but the fact that he prepared the way he did and when clearly he is an A in the preparation category. This is a third-string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. There's no way he was planning on going against the Dolphins. But this play is equally back in the D. I, I mean, my goodness, this team... Is number one in points defense. against with 15. Yeah. yeah, rush yards. It's the worst rushing team in the, in the league with Tampa. It's running the ball like 75-ish a game, and the Niners give up 70-ish a game. And what they did to Tua last week was insane. I mean, the guy had 250-plus yards, no picks, and 30-plus points in four straight for the offense for Miami. And he throws two picks, 54 completion percentage, and gets routed. So... That was just a full-on, again, mentor dominating the understudy. But last thing I'll say, Brady's nine of his touchdowns, nine of his 16 tugs are in the fourth quarter. Since, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, and since the Niners got rolled by the Chiefs, they have only, in the last five quarters, they have only given up seven points in five weeks. So this is like a Tampa team that just barely gets it together at the end. They will not do that against a team that's won nine in their last 10 at Levi Stadium. I got to take the the three and a half here and swallow it. You fading or following? Stay away. I have to stay away. I mean, this, I, I want to follow you for 
the defense's sake and the fact that they I think Christian McCaffrey is massive for this offense, especially in a spot where you don't know what is Purdy going to do in this spot. Is it going to be a seamless, you know, transition or is it going to be listen, this is the best of the best um, against a rookie essentially you know this is a stressful situation I think not knowing what that QB dynamic is going to look like in a full four quarters is a little bit stressful um, because this Bucks defense is also great and has been great so that is something that concerns me a little bit and I just could see this being a, a three-point game and that hook gets you that hook I don't like it. it it just it's gross I could see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being down and in Tom Brady fashion, he scores late in the fourth quarter, and and now it's a three-point game, and that hook devastates a lot of people. So I don't love the number at three and a half. If it were two and a half or three, and you could you sacrifice a push, I'd feel a little bit better. I just listen. I, the amount of times I have gone on Twitter to start roasting Tom Brady and telling him it's past his bedtime and his age is showing, and here he is, you know absolutely looking like he should have never unretired. And then before you know it, he is making me swallow my words. I just think we have to remember who this guy is and this Bucks defense is strong. So I'm going to fade you. I just convinced myself into fading you only because the number is three and a half. I feel like that hook's going to bite people and I don't want to be on the, on the wrong side of it. So mostly for the number's sake, I'm going to fade you. But I, I, this is a tough one. And honestly, I feel like you can make a case for either team in this spot right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you got for me? Okay. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I've got to back an underdog that, to me, kind of similar, has a QB situation that we're still trying to figure out, the nuts and bolts, and what does it look like. The Jets plus nine and a half. Um, I'm backing one of my favorite defenses in the league. I love this Jets defense. And Mike White is attempting to turn this offense around. Um, this defense is sixth in passing yards and 12th in rushing yards. So I just love what the defense is doing. And the last time the Bills were nine and a half point favorites, they won by three against the Detroit Lions. In the last five, the highest spread that the Bills have covered was eight points. Uh, the Bills are one and two against the spread in divisional games this year. And as 10.5-point underdogs, earlier this season, the Jets actually won outright over the Bills. So I like this defense to put some of that pressure on Josh Allen that we saw him facing a few weeks ago where he was turning the ball over. Um, this, Jets this Jets defense is capable to cause some turnovers in this game, and I think that they will. Uh, I really like the Jets to at least make this a close game. 9.5 feels a little disrespectful considering what they're doing. They have the offensive weapons. I do actually like Mike White. I think he's great for this team. I think the offense respects Mike White, and I think that's the key. Uh, I don't think they have the same respect for Zach Wilson. So I have faith in Mike White to do just enough with the, with the offensive weapons that he has, but mostly this defense to slow down this Bills offense and, and keep this a close game. Nine and a half feels disrespectful, so I'm back in the Jets, plus nine and a half against the Bills. Are you fading or following? Oh, I'm following you. I love it. I, I think it's a, a disrespectful line indeed. Again, they outright yes. beat him in. I mean, Buffalo, just not the same cover as last year, not the same team. I don't want to say it's Dable out and Ken Dorsey in, but I mean, they just don't, they don't blow teams out like last year. And again, I, this is one of those numbers that might, again, the NFL players don't know the lines too often, but there's a world where maybe it sneaks in 
that they're almost double-digit underdogs, and that is huge bulletin board material. And you saw it last week. You made a good point with Mike White. Incredibly, incredibly better offense just in the last two weeks. So they're moving the ball. I mean, I know it's a, a rough and ruckus environment, but yeah, like you said, they're just not even playing in division the same way. It's too big of a number and too good of a defense not to follow you. Woo, yay. Love it. I know you're on this game too, different play, yep. so we'll talk it out. This line was the Vikings favored this time last week. I, I looked ahead, so the line's completely flipped. I, I don't know what to make of these Detroit Lions 4-1 their last five, but Kirk Cousins against the Lions, particularly in Detroit live, I found this little nugget. He has 13 touchdowns, no interceptions at Ford Field in his career. It's the only quarterback with that many touchdowns and no picks at another person's crib in the whole league. Not Brady, not Rodgers, not, no one has ever gone except for Kirk Cousins for 13 tugs and no mistakes out of place. And we're going against the worst defense in the league. I, I'm sorry. I know they routed the Jags last week. But my gosh, the Jags are unwatchable. They've won two games since September. This Vikings team, they're, they're, their luck metric is there. They're lucky. They should not be 10-2. and two. But the worst defense in the league against a plus-8 Vikings turnover differential here, and they've covered their last four against this Lions team. I mean, it's going to be a close game. I'm not saying they're going to run away with it. I, I just I cannot for the life of me, even understand the line. Why is it not Vikings minus two and a half? So I could be walking right into a restore the roar trap here. <laughs> I got to remind myself this team was one in six to start this season. All right. One in six and win 13 games without a road win. So, you know, this Vikings team's five, one and one against the spread in their last seven. Liv, I'm backing Mr. Non-Primetime in non-primetime. You fade or following? Uh, you know, you're picking some ugly games, Monica. It's an ugly week. There's six teams it on a pie. It's a it bunch of divisional dances. It's ugly. It is. Yeah, you know, I I like the point. Here's the thing. Justin Jefferson alone against the worst defense should be petrifying for this Lions team. I mean, the dude cannot be stopped. Um, however, this Lions team finds a weird way. They find a weird way. They, they know how to keep it competitive. They only lost by three to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so that that worries me a little bit because the Vikings, to me, are not the same level of defense or even offense as the Buffalo Bills. Um, I could see a sneaky Lions win in this game. And it's I could see gross. it. I could see it. It's I'm, gross, I'm gonna happily lose money on this if, if the Lions win. I yeah, really I mean, again, all the statistics that you've thrown at me and all the information and, and just knowing what this Vikings offense can do and now they're up against the worst defense in the league, yeah, it makes me want to lean with the Vikings. But this is one of those spots with two very unpredictable teams going head-to-head, -head, two teams that know how to score very well. I could see a weird Lions money line here. I, it's a stay away for me. Um, I'll lean with you because you made great points, but it's definitely a stay away. I, I like this matchup, but I like it in a little bit of a different way than you do. Um, I like the over, over 52 and a half. And I, I know that number seems really high, but in the last five matchups, I'm going to read some numbers, 56, 52, 36, 62, 54. That is the total points scored in the last five between these two teams. They're averaging 52 points per game in the last five, so that's right at that number. 
Um, but they've gone over the total that it is set at right now, 52 and a half in three of the last five games head to head. So I like both of these teams that score very well, um, but don't really defend very well. This Lions D is giving up the most points per game. The Vikings D is giving up the 12th most points per game. In terms of scoring, the Lions rank 6th, the Vikings rank 11th. This, to me, is a game of no defense, all offense. So I'm going to rock with the over. you fading or following? No, I think it's going over for sure. Uh, I mean, I hate to go against my point here, but I did notice this. There, <laughs> The Vikings are the only team uh, at the moment to be in a double-digit win category being outgained in yards at 62.8 and no wow. team has ever had a double digit win uh win total and be outgained by 50 plus so uh, what they're doing again on that luck metric that action network throws out is ridiculous uh they're they're not a 10 and 2 team so i, I think yeah they're gonna they're gonna give up a lot of points uh i just hope they win 31 28 and we both hit <laughs> there you go that's what we're rooting for all right, last but not least, coming in here, another gross one, another hook, but I'm pretty good at picking certain divisions in this AFC South division when it's head-to-head. -head. We know the Jags own the Colts. Well, the Titans own the Jags. I, honestly, both teams coming in off embarrassments, just unwatchable performances. I took the Titans with the points last week, so I was really salty. 35-10-L, first time back-to-back -back losses for Tennessee live, but 6-1 and one against the spread at home in their last seven against the Jags, which is a Tannehill and Derrick Henry relevant trend. They've won nine straight at home, or eight straight, excuse me. You have to go back to 2013 when the Jaguars beat this team in Tennessee. 9-1 and one against them overall, so they beat them at their place as well. This is a, a Jacksonville team that looks over it. They look done trevor lawrence trevor lawrence rolled his ankle he didn't practice on wednesday i gotta love that for a, a tennessee backing again i mentioned it earlier they've won two games in september they've won one road game since the raiders were in oakland so this team doesn't win on the road everyone continues to love to back them and i did back them two weeks ago with the four and a half against a lackluster ravens offense but my gosh this team just again let Goff have his best game of his of his year. 342 tugs. Jay Will and, and Swift Bull scored. St. Brown did whatever he won over 100 yards. And I will wrap with this. This game is a Derrick Henry game. If you're listening, hammer Derrick Henry. He hasn't done anything in three weeks. He's averaging 145 live in the last six against this team, including two of those six over 200 yards. 12 touchdowns. In his last six against the Jacks, take him on a touchdown, take him on and over, and take the Titans. I just, I got nothing good to say about Jacksonville. I am a little emotional about him because I've backed him a couple times. They just look so bad. They look so bad. So I will take a Vrabel coached up team off two L's. That's off their worst L since we backed him against the Bills. You fading or following? I'll follow you on this one. This to me again yeah. is another. I think you literally decided this week to just pick the nastiest games on the grossest. Well, what else am I going to pick? Burrow's never beaten picked, the Browns. I'm not backing. You absolutely picked the most disgusting games you could possible. I just know it. That's that's what my gut is telling me right now. But either way, I will follow you on this one because I do. I, I mean, this isn't a. a a great defense by the Titans, an elite run D. Um, I think Derrick Henry goes crazy. Uh, 
he's due. I hate saying that in betting. They're due. Like, I hate that. They are due. They are. But they are. The Jags just scored 14 against the worst D in the league, giving up 27. I I mean, you can rest your case there. Yeah. No, I I agree. I think this is a good spot. This is a good get-right spot for the Titans. Now, again, do I love the gross number? Hate the number. I really don't. Hate the number. We all hate it. We hate it. Um, Yeah, I really do. I hate the number. So maybe this is a great spot for a little same-game parlay. You take an alternate spread. You take Derrick Henry anytime touchdown. You take Derrick Henry's over. Um, That would be a great way to get some value out of this game and also get rid of that disgusting hook that's staring me right in the face. However, I will follow you because I do think this is a get-right spot for the Titans. So I'll follow. Okay, my last one. It's a little gross. It is. Oh, you know, have you ever picked a bet? And then as you're like writing down your notes and really deep diving, you're like, I'm on the wrong side. That's a little bit how I felt when I was talking about this or working through this bet this morning. But I'm going to stick with it because I do like it. Um, The Steelers minus two and a half. I like the number. I think it could be a field goal game in this spot. The Ravens are 0-2 against the spread in divisional games this year. Lamar Jackson. Is he in? Is he out? I know he's questionable right now. And this is a big fade the public spot for me at the moment. I've see, I'm seeing a lot of people on the Ravens right now. And I, I just, I don't feel confident enough in the Ravens with a questionable Lamar Jackson. Now, Huntley, I don't mind Huntley. However, yeah. I might mind him up against TJ Watt, who has amplified this defense since his return. They're giving up under they were give, they're giving up under 200 passing yards in 3 of 4 games since their bye week. So Huntley stepping into a game with a really intimidating defense in front of him and I think that's just a lot of pressure uh, and I think they will apply the pressure as well. So I like we know how Tomlin is um originally the Steelers were underdogs and I super wish I grabbed that number. Yeah. Don't love them as favorites cuz they perform so much better as underdogs, but to me I really do trust Tomlin in a divisional spot at home. Um, and, and just and Huntley, again, nothing against him. I actually love him. I think he's great. But against a defense that has been so awesome since the bye week and since TJ Watt's return, I've got to back the Steelers to at least win by a field goal. So that's what I'm going to do. Steelers minus two and a half. You fading or following. I know it's gross. It's gross. I mean, this this rivalry, I can go pull up the number. The dog covers. It's it's awful. Whoever's the dog covers. It's unbelievable. So I really do hate it because I would have leaned Steelers plus two and a half at home I know. or even plus three. But again, I still kind of want to follow you because this Ravens team is getting by and getting by and getting by. And they just are due for a uh, a nice little uh, AFC North December smack in the face. And I think the Steelers give it to them. I mean, they're not moving the football. Their defense is keeping them in games. And I've been wrong on Pickett and this offense for Pittsburgh. They're noticeably better in the last month. With a little continuity here with, with KP at set, under center. I, I got to follow you here. I just I have no confidence in Baltimore right now. I do think Huntley, in a weird way, actually might give them a little resurgence. Totally. But, I mean, you said it. I mean, TJ Watt at home, Minka at home. These teams hate each other. I guess we'll go Pittsburgh. I would I would say I'm going to not swipe right or left, but I'll, I'll, I'll follow you for good vibes. I picked a gross. I picked gross games too. I, I don't think there was any escaping the gross slate this week. So we both I mean, had we our could, fair We share. could have two easy winners with uh, your Vikings Lions over and just Henry to ball. I mean, those could be our spots there. There you go. There you but go. Let's, I, 
let's we're teasing wrap. our little parlay on Sunday. I love I it. I know we're teasing and we're teasing and make sure to check us out on Amazon Amp on Sunday. But we got too high, too low, real quick here. Would you rather swallow the six and a half Philly off that big win against the Titans or the G-Men off a World Cup tie at home here? Giants plus six and a half. Giants plus six and a half. Yeah, let's go. Maybe keep it short and sweet. That's who I would rather back. Giants plus six and a half. Yeah, I'm on it too. I, it's one of my one of my picks on the the solo pod. Won back to back games against the Eagles last year. Doesn't mean too much because Philly's five and zero on the road this year. But this team is the only team to not give up a thirty five plus touchdown. This Giants D, and that's what Philly does. They they run you to the core, and then they try to stretch the field. They're not going to do that against Wink Martindale's D. Danny Dimes off a 80% completion percentage game, too, and he didn't turn the ball over. So, I, it's ugly. It's another gross game, but I think, you know, Saquon's still fourth in rushing, and this team gives up 117 on the ground. So, Giants don't turn the ball over. They're they're yeah. plus three in turnover differential here, and their defense, again, I just mentioned they, they bend but don't break. They're giving up 18 to Phillies 21, or excuse me, 21 to their 18. I, I got to go with the six and a half here. I'm with you. And then wrapping up, it's a college football. So this is a big 12 spread here, Liv. 12, uh, 16 and a half Cowboys covering on almost 17 points. Or did the Texans find a way to cover this plus 16 and a half? This is disgusting. That's Scruff. disgusting. Um, <laughs> so this play is awful. That's so gross. I'm going to go Texans with a cover because the number's too big. Okay. I know that the Cowboys absolutely routed in their last game and good for them. Um, I don't think we're going to see that every week from them, though. I really don't. So I I'll say a sneaky backdoor cover from the Texans. Yeah, I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole, but Me I either. think – so gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, this, this Colts-Cowboys game was 21-19 uh, through three. So they put up 33 in the fourth and, and posted over 50, but it was 21-19 through three. So – you know, it's I, you know Texas better than me, Liv. I, th does, does Houston get up for this? It's a little interstate rivalry here. I think we got to back the Texans with the points yeah. off of pride. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Houston people just think they're like the most elite. In, <laughs> I think here, okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. I think Houston people are the most elite, but Dallas thinks they're the most elite. Like Dallas is in their Ooh. own. Dallas is like the LA of Texas, and Houston is just like the OGs. Like they know what they're about. And so, yeah, let's go with Tex let's go with the with the Houston Texans. Yeah. That's fine. A little breakdown there from yeah. uh TCU's own Lynn <laughs> All right, let's get out of here with a little FanDuel same game parlay ad. Football fans, make sure every Thursday to remember to hop in a no sweat same game parlay from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. All customers can get free bets back if your NFL same game parlay doesn't hit. SGP is a perfect way to combine your bets at a bigger chance. For a huge payday, you can build your own same-game parlays for a Thursday night. Got spread, money line, rushing yards, receiving, passing, anytime touchdown. So many exclusive bets, too. A little micro-betting, like both teams to complete their first pass attempt. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in the FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. FanDuel's also live in Maryland now. So, Marylanders, make sure to get in on the action with great offers and boosts. 
just for you. Sign up with the promo code Monaco if you don't already have an account. That's promo code Monaco to get free bets back if your SGP doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL.